Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about um, Skrilla. Skrilla? Yeah, you know, fat stacks in your pocket. Is, is that called Skrilla now? Is that like a new fingled thing I don't know about? New? F- no, that's a pretty old one. That's a, it's a good one. Gotta get that cheddar. Gotta <laughs> get that cheddar. Fat stacks. <laughs> Fat stack. Okay, I've heard fat stacks. Fat but stacks of cheddar. Skrilla? Uh, cheddar. I've heard cheddar before. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like, gold. But gold is, like, a money back in the day, I guess. But uh, Yeah. So, how, like, I've been thinking a lot about how you can make your own money bigger. Like, with, like, uh, investing or... I guess. That's work, a way. Working more? Work, working whores? No, work, I, that working is, I mean, working that's a pretty more. effective way to get money. Working whores. Well, no, because you're probably giving them money, right? Unless you're a pimp. Which... I guess it depends what way you're working. You know what? We need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pepin. How's it going, Pepin? Yo, yo, doing well. It's uh, early in the morning, but uh, I think I'm awake, but am I? I don't know. You look awake. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So talk to me. Personal finance. This is a this is a deep-seated passion of yours. I'm hoping to learn stuff here today from the professional, Nathan Pepin professional nathan pepin talk to me about finance well personal finance is very interesting to me i mean i'm not as great with it as i had hoped and that's kind of the case with like anybody who's pursuing that passion or that uh that that thing i make dumb decisions sometimes like buying a three thousand dollar bed um yeah um, it's a it's a very comfy bed though it's got massage and usb ports and stuff and you know it's great it has massage ports and usb ports yeah well what's a massage port not a massage actually don't answer that (laughs) that'd be a great kind of bed though that's a that's a that's a get great business idea (laughs) with a massage port built in but it's like i'm very much into budgeting like for for a while i was very aimless with my money i mean I did pretty well, but I didn't exactly know what my money was doing. And I started learning budgeting, and now I know like where my money's allocated, and I'm very anal about it. Like I, Steve's seen my spreadsheets and the stuff I do, and I go like very over the top with it. And it's, it's like I like having conversations with people about finance and budgeting because to me it's kind of, it's kind of fun, but it's also just interesting how other people view money. Mm. So are there trends that you typically see that people do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the biggest trend is people just don't pay attention to their money at all. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you make a purchase, do you, like, really keep track of it at all? No. Like, like, how do you spend your money? Like, how do you do your money? I walk into the store and I buy things that look good and then I walk out of the store. And I don't look at the price tag. I don't even... When they tell me my price at the end, I'm just already swiping my card. I don't even care. Really? Mm-hmm. Man. I don't even know what how much I spend at any given time. See, this is making me feel like a miser because, like, I, I will avoid certain stores because I know their prices. Mm. It's like uh, I tried to go into this one place. Uh, it's like a gas station because mm-hmm. I wanted some Swedish fish. 
and they're trying to charge me like three fifty for some sweetie fish. Well, it's called a convenience store. Their job isn't to mass stock things and sell in bulk like a Walmart or a grocery store where you can get reasonable prices. Their job is to buy from those places, mark it up because you, it's convenient. That's the whole the whole marketing strategy there. You should expect to pay more at a gas station because it's not you're not going there for Swedish fish typically unless you're Pepin. See, I I agree, I agree. So I was at the laundromat and I just wanted to go to the nearest gas station and buy some Swedish fish because it was just a craving I was having. Mm-hmm. And if you go to a lot of gas stations, like there's people probably don't know out in the uh, West Coast, but there's a place called Cumbies. It's very popular in New England. And they have pretty good prices on, you know, like Swedish fish and kind of candies. Uh, Is that the only candy you know, Nathan? (laughs) You're like, I'm sure there are other candies, but (laughs) (laughs) this is the one. But so I checked this one gas station and I expected the price to be maybe like $2 or two fifty, but three fifty is like, no. three fifty is pretty high. I guess it would depend on the size of the bag. Like if it's one of the, the big bags, uh, you know, at a convenience store, three fifty is reasonable. And then you do like a, a, a sale where you have two for four or something when you want to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Or here's another example. Uh, it's like you have a can of Monster right now mm-hmm. and uh, I like energy drinks. I like coffee. And so I know prices pretty well for most stores as to what their prices are. And I'm okay paying like a two for four or maybe even $3 for a can of something if it's, you know, if, if it's appropriate. But that can of Monster I started at a store for uh, five bucks. That's crazy. I think that one was three twenty nine, but it's one of the reclosable one, reclosable cans. So to me, that was worth it because I wasn't planning on drinking the whole thing straight down. I was planning on drinking it throughout the day to keep my energy levels high. Uh, so it was the convenience of being able to close it again was worth it for me to pay a little bit extra. Exactly, exactly. And three twenty nine sounds about right for like a good price, but five dollars is like, like that's pretty high. No, 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 for five dollars, and it's like there is a convenience to it. So like people who buy it and they want it and it, it it makes sense you know they can charge that because it is a convenience store and they're not making that much money off it but at the same time like i'm very aware of prices for, for the most part for things that I buy and it's it's like i will avoid places that have big markups like that because mm. it's like you know clearly i do look at the prices some because i knew off the top of my head exactly <laughs> what that cost it didn't deter me in any way but it, i apparently i did look at it yeah, yeah. It, prices, prices, and everything as well. I mean, there's convenience factors. You know, that that's one big factor. But there's also like, I don't want to fucking die and get trampled by a lot of people. I.e., market basket. Mm-hmm. We have a a grocery store in the area. Uh, there's a bunch around like New England, and it's called Market Basket. And Market Basket, they're well known for their great prices. They have good quality stuff. Like everything's fine with Market Basket. It's great. But when you go shopping there doesn't matter what time it, it, it's it's crazy like it's an experience mm. people will shove you out of the way they will like cut you off they will give you death stares if you're standing still and letting them pass or they'll give you death stares if you're moving like there's no way to shop at market, market basket and not have a good time or there's no way to shop at market basket and like get out unscathed yeah the the aisles are fairly narrow as well so like getting carts by each other they're just about scraping each other mm. 
um, which I think is something that Walmart got really right is like they make their aisles super wide. But I think that's because a lot of their people are super wide. So they have to kind of accommodate. <laughs> but my issue. So, you know, we're talking about pricing. So, you know, there is an importance to it. That's something to keep in mind with with personal finances is keeping track of how much you're spending on on things. But I, I think that there's also a psychological effect to when prices are low, i.e. Walmart. I spend more money at Walmart despite the fact that the prices are lower than I would at any other store because I end up buying more things like, oh, that's a good deal. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. So I'll buy all of the good deals and then I'll have a bunch of shit I didn't need Mm -hmm. and I'll end up spending more money that way. So that is a very good point. And it's a similar effect with credit cards with people. Credit cards, when most people, they find that they will actually spend more money with a credit card because the way they think about it is... Uh, this is money that I don't, you know, I don't, I need to, I can pay this off later. Like, it's not money coming out of their pocket directly, it's coming out of this thing. Same with debit cards. Credit cards are like debit cards, but like worse. Because it's, it's, you're spending money you don't have, and you don't really see the effect until later. Uh, so most people, they do better with cash for that reason, because if they have cash, cash feels more painful to spend. But for me, it's the opposite. And the same way, uh, this is how nerdy I've gotten. Uh, I don't recommend this for everybody, but I buy my groceries once a month and I have like a grocery list. So certain foods I'll buy and it, it, it's, it's a de- decent diet. I mean, I buy stuff, other, other things throughout the month as well, but this is the main supply I have. So it's like uh, chicken, rice, veggies, yogurt, and different things like that. So when I go shopping, I try to just buy up enough to last a month, and I kind of say to myself, you know, maybe I can go out to eat every once in a while and stuff, but I'm not going to, like, really buy more products. So everything I buy right now is the stuff I'm going to have to live off of for the month. So that, that's how I think about it. If, if I have over, leftover, it's fine. I can just use it for the uh, next month, but usually I just stick to what I need for the month. Whereas other people, they do that for like the week. So they just buy what they need for the week and then go back and forth. Hmm. And do you find that, that it's more beneficial for you to do it monthly versus weekly? Yeah, well, I, I don't like... So I go shopping at Market Basket a lot. That might be changing here soon. But it's like I can always stand the struggle of Market Basket once a month. Don't you have a Hannaford right down the road? Yeah. Nate, more... you know Hannaford has got it going on. <laughs> they have low prices in their own theme song. <laughs> Hannaford's a bit more pricey. I love I, lo- I love the in joke. Like literally, only you and I will get. Uh, <laughs> okay, well we're gonna have to explain this now. Wait, wait, do we have a recording of it? Uh, maybe somewhere. I don't. I don't know though. Do we? I don't know, but we should make one. So, there was a time I was at the supermarket when I was young, like in high school. Currently, I'm like 57. So this was a while ago. This was quite a while. And. I'm shopping with my mom, like usual, and uh, we're in Hannaford. All of a sudden, I just start singing, Hannaford, they got it going on. They got low prices and their own theme song. Shots, what can't you see? Just not store for me. I know it's absurd, but I'm in love with Hannaford. Copyright infringement. To give you credit, Steve, you came up with the absurd part. Mm. Uh, I had it a little bit different. It didn't sound as good, but you came up with the absurd part. So oh, I, boy, I, I did something. Yeah. Well, you also came up with all the verses, but then we lost them. But so I came up with the chorus. And for people don't who for people who don't know, that's the sort of Fountains of Wayne, Stacy's mom, like cover. 
And then we did another song. About, parody. No, it's a cover. No, it's a parody. <laughs> it's a parody because then we can legally use it. Oh, okay. It's a parody. Yeah, it's a parody. <laughs> and then we came up with another one, uh, Boulevard of Broken Carts. Mm-hmm. That one we do have a recording of. I I'm found it. Sure we do. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's real bad. It's like Boulevard of Broken Dreams except about shopping and carts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how passionate I am about shopping. So pa- so much passion <laughs> flowing through the veins. But not as much passion about shopping as you have about personal finance. We've talked shopping. Now, talk to me about how you make your money twerk for you. So I don't do that well of a job right now because my expenses are high. Uh, I used to live with a roommate, and in that case, I was saving a lot more money. And I saved quite a bit of money, and then it all went towards medical expenses at some point, which, which is fine. You know, I was saving for a reason. But uh, the main, there's a few ways to make money work for you, uh, at least a few ways I recommend. I think the number one is pay off your credit card bills uh, you know, once a month. If you don't have a credit card, get a credit card and get a cash back credit card. And the way you want to see the cash back is not as if you're getting cash back, but rather as if you're getting a discount on the items you're buying. So I have a city double cash card, for instance, and it's 1% off when you uh, make the buy and 1% off when you, or 1% back when you make, like pay that, make the payment on it. So, so long as you're doing the monthly balance, so long as you're making the monthly payment of the full statement balance, you're getting essentially 2% off the purchase, or getting 2% back technically, but the way I like to see it is not that you're getting 2% cash back, but rather, if this thing was $100, you're getting 2% off that price. It's a 2% coupon, mm-hmm. effectively. And it takes about a month to apply mm-hmm. fully, so it's not like that great of a coupon, but... It's a rebate. It's exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more of a valid way to see it. So you can save yourself, if you use, say, the city cash card for almost everything, that's 2% off your all your bills or all your purchases for that year. And that's a that's a subtle way to save money, but it's an effective way to save money. Uh, another thing is if you have any high interest like debt, like try to pay it off sooner than later because what you can make in a stock market is not anywhere near to what you can lose with interest. And there's an opportunity cost there too, because let's say that you have your money, let's say that you're paying all this money into your debt and you're paying all this interest. Well, that money could be making much more out of other places. And th- that's the opportunity cost there. So it's like always try to pay off your debt. I think there's certain debts you shouldn't pay off necessarily like faster depending on the interest rate. So let's say that you have a, like for me, I have a car loan and the interest rate on my car loan is 2.58%. So it's a pretty good interest rate. For for that, it's, it's like right now it's $11,000. There's no real reason for me to pay it off sooner because right now there's CDs out there for 2.75%. So I could put my money into a CD keep it liquid for myself as like, so say a pseudo emergency fund. And if I needed that money, I could have access to it. So essentially I'm offsetting the, the interest, uh, you know, that is coming from my car loan and I'm offsetting with the interest from the CD. Now, if you paid it off, you wouldn't have that debt there, but 2.65% or 2.58% is not like anything. 
to be worried about. It doesn't add up that much for that balance. Whereas if you had an interest rate on your car loan of like a 7% uh, refinance for the credit union, number one, but number two, that, that's way too high to be paying because that, that adds up over a period of time. It's maybe like 50 bucks a month, depending on what your balance is. And I think a big portion of it is saving money. So, so a big portion of saving money is not paying interest on things you don't need to do. And part of that is having an emergency fund as well. So saving up a decent emergency fund so that when something does happen, you have the ability to pay it or at least pay most of it can save you that issue. So if you have a car issue, if your car breaks down and you don't have the available money to pay it and you have to put on a credit card and then you have to pay that credit card off over a year, that's what interest you're paying. Whereas if you had prepared for that and you saved money into an emergency fund, and you were to be able to pay off that car bill, the repair bill, immediately, you'd save all that interest. So it's not just about paying your interest off or not paying interest. It's about having a plan in place to where something does happen, you have the ability to pay for it now, that way you don't pay for it later. Mm-hmm. So how do hookers and blow factor into personal financing? So it factors in as far as lifestyle choices. And lifestyle choices are fine so long as you can afford them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, y- y- you like your hookers and blow. Mm-hmm. and In that order. Yeah, and th- there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to be able to support that sustainably if you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do whatever the fuck you want, to be honest. But if you want to maintain your lifestyle of hookers and blow, you want to set it up such that you have enough money to buy that and also live comfortably. Okay, so I have to choose between that or living. You have to make them compatible with each other. Oh, okay. So so it's like if I like uh, having, uh, say, Starbucks every morning, that's fine. But then I just have to not make tons of Amazon purchases every day. Because in that case, I might be in the red as far as my balances go. And, you know, having all this interest on my credit card debt. And if that happens, then I can't buy my coffee. Starbucks coffee at some point, so maybe I can buy it for like a year, but if I go too far into the red and I just don't have money anymore and credit card companies won't give me any uh, credit, well, in that case, I can't get my Starbucks anymore. So if you have something which is a desire or say a fulfillment like that, you want to be able to think of it in the long term. So example for myself is I want to someday have a cleaning service clean my house. This would be a great thing, I think. And, you know, I'll be making a lot more money at that point, so I'll be able to afford it. But the money I need to be making in order to make that possible would be enough so that it's like, it's, it's not putting me into the red or it's not, it's not threatening anything else in my life. Mm-hmm. And that would be just, you know, it's, it's a minor lifestyle upgrade, having someone like once a month or maybe once a week coming in doing a deep clean on your house. But to me, it's a big lifestyle improvement and it's worth the cost. But, Right now, with the money I'm making, it's not worth the cost. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of put it in that kind of framework. Uh, in order for me to have this lifestyle improvement I want, I have to make more money. Or I have to cut expenses other places. So what's what's more important, that I maintain the lifestyle that I find to bring me the most enjoyment and the most fulfillment, or having savings? Like, why, why should I not spend the money that some people would put into savings on something that's going to make me happy now? 
is there not a balance to wanting to like is that not the whole point of of the money in the first place is to you know be able to support yourself be able to give to others but also be able to to find some happiness in at the same time so there's definitely a balance with everything and the balance will depend upon each person's temperament and their their own personality so some people are more hedonistic in that they live more in the moment and other people they're more long term and i think in general you want to try to strike the balance where it's sustainable so, so like a good like a example or analogy is with exercise so you can exercise every day but if you're trying to do that and you're not just that naturally that kind of person you're going to start stop doing it eventually it's going to get too much and you're going to just kind of fall off the wagon whereas if you make a plan which is sustainable and you can feel good right now and you get the benefits of exercise then you're able to do it long term and the same kind of way depending on your temperament and you know what you value some people they can do things where they can like live in extreme i don't say poverty that's not the right word but extreme degradation like they can live without things like minimalists like they can live out without the internet without uh, this they can just read books and that's a myth live out of their cars some people live out of the cars books are a myth Nate. books are a myth books are a myth what do you mean live without the internet that doesn't make sense <laughs> live without air Ooh. <laughs> But some people live out of their cars, mm-hmm. and a lot of college students do that to save money. And people do crazy things, and they can live like that, but most people can't, unless they have to. Mm-hmm. And you have to find like the the gradation where you can support yourself now and make it's a negotiation. It's a negotiation with your present self to your future self. You want your future self to be happy enough with your past self, but you also want your past self to be somewhat happy as well. Is it better to buy a hundred one dollar hookers or one one hundred dollar hooker? Um, it depends if they do anal. Five twenty dollar hookers. Five twenty dollar hookers. Probably probably not five twenty dollar hookers. I mean, I think one one hundred dollar hookers is better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not basing this off personal experience or anything, but. Do you think that so should I should should somebody uh go asking for a friend should should you should one do a bunch of little like small extravagancies say you know hire a cheap hooker once a week or if you saved up for a year and then you could splurge and have like one huge week-long party with a bunch of hookers which which is 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 better there is that the 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 short-term daily small victories or saving up for one big one see that depends on each person and their personality um i think in general i would probably recommend the 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 once a year one um mostly because that would be a very strong memory and memories tend to be more fulfilling than say like daily routine or weekly routine like if you have a trip you go on to Mexico, that trip is far more memorable than uh, doing something like playing some golf, you know, at the same course you do every week. Uh, there's also fulfillment in routine and there's, you know, stuff to be gained there. But I, th- I think in general, less routine stuff is more memorable and makes it for a better life experience. But with that said, I think your best bet is to find a girlfriend and save some money that way because then you get sex for free. 
Well, the hookers isn't about sex. It's about be learning how to play poker. So let's... <laughs> I think there's also something to be said, though, about routine and daily activities that makes you, like, better at a thing. Like, if you're playing golf every day, then you're going to end up honing skills and getting uh, assets that you otherwise wouldn't have and are intangible. Um, So maybe if I spend a little bit each day, I'm trading that off with gaining a skill versus if I went to, like, one big golf course and paid a whole bunch of money and that was the first time I ever played golf, that would be less of an experience in that way because I wouldn't be gaining any I might be gaining a memory but I wouldn't be gaining a skill and of course golf is an analogy here for sex so hookers are a way of gaining the skill of sex yes I mean okay I could see that but then become a porn star well yeah but then get paid for your hobby no, 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 but I need to be paying the money in this analogy. Yeah, but so you pay the money at first, but this is an investment. It's like going to college, right? Mm-hmm. And you want the hookers to teach you everything they know about sex mm-hmm. so that one day you'll get good enough to be paid to have sex with other people. The porn market, yes, that's a, that's a good point. I think the porn market right now is a little overblown. Um, and- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... So, like, I think it would be hard to, like, there's just so much out there. It's, it'd be hard to, like, make a name for yourself and make money that way unless you're, like, Brazers and you, like, stamp your name on everything. Is it Brazers or is it Brazers? Whatever. Fuck it. I think they say Brazers, don't they? I thought it was Brazers. Oh. Maybe it's Braziers. Braziers? That's it. That's oh, God. That, that's, a, that's, like, a fancy one. But, yeah, I mean, you got, you got a point there about the poor market being saturated. I mean... It's like thirty percent of all internet downloads are porn. I, I guess the, <laughs> I guess I was going for a different po- different point there. My point being that sometimes there are intangible assets that can factor into personal finance. That I, what what are your what are your thoughts on the intangibles, the non money side of personal finance? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not everything is about money, but you have to understand how money intersects with your personal desires. It, for me, it's not that one thing is right, one thing is wrong, but it's what you want to achieve and being aware of the costs and the benefits to those costs and benefits. I mean, mm-hmm. just being aware. So if I don't have a problem with someone who spends money on cigarettes every day and then they buy like a latte from Starbucks and they do this, this and that and they spend money on hookers, blow, and they are just surviving barely week from week, maybe they're in debt, that's fine. So long as they're just aware they're doing that. If they're out of control and just not being conscious of what they're doing, and one day they're like, I'm in so much debt, I don't know what to do, this is terrible. Well, it's it's like not being aware that that's the choice you're making or that's where you're going, that's the problem. But if someone is making that conscious choice to, I'm going to live now, I'm going to borrow from the future, and to support what I want right now and want to be have these feelings, that's fine. I mean, people do, people do that all the time, like with college, right? People will live in you know pretty, pretty confined environments, and they'll go into huge amounts of debt to have some future payoff, like four years later, maybe five years later, and maybe not even that payoff. People go through they they sacrifice the future for they sacrifice the present for the future, but some people will sacrifice the future for the present, which is fine as well. But just be aware you're making that choice. It's like when I buy a $3,000 bed, I got to be aware that, you know, 
the present's gonna be good, but the future won't be as good because now I'm not making as much money as I would. That $3,000 is just missing. Now, if you buy a $3,000 bed, you can't have $1 hookers on that. Damn, that's a great point. Now that's setting yourself up for future success. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so there's a cost benefit analysis right there because the amount of money I'd spend on $100 hookers, hookers, would I have spent less money on hookers if I had the cheap bed and had $1 hookers on there than if I had $100 hookers on there? Because it's, it's like, how many hookers would I have in general over a course of, like, say, five years? And then th- that's a really interesting question. Okay, so when here's, the, here's my expertise. So you're a personal finance expert. My expertise is a little different in that sense. So what you should do is take everything in your living room and put it all in your room. And then you go out to the side of the road where there's that free couch that's been sitting out there in the rain for three weeks. And you bring that inside... And then you get the $1 hookers and you fuck them on the dirty couch. <laughs> and then you just put it right back outside and let, let God wash it clean. Well, to be honest, this podcast ran a little long. So we actually are splitting it into two episodes. So check out the next episode next week. And until then, you know, check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash We Need to Talk Show. Or Twitter. Twitter.com slash WNTT1. We also have a Patreon. We're part of a great podcast network, Podcast NH. And if you have any questions, you know, hit us up. Let us know what we want you us to talk about. Yes, what you want us to talk about. And I guess you have a great day. Until next time. Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. Do you usually subscribe to entire podcasts or do you look for specific topics? Well, I try using the search function on my podcast player on my phone. It doesn't work too well. I try using Google. Google, it's not really set up for it. So I honestly have trouble. Why don't you just use Listen Notes? Listen Notes? What's that? It's a search engine for podcasts that doesn't just search for the terms you're looking for in the title of the episode or the title of the podcast, but from inside the episode itself. Meaning if you're looking for a specific topic, you can find specific podcast episodes that are about that topic. You know, that sounds a lot easier than spending the hours and hours I have just trying to find the exact right keywords to actually get it to bring up the episode. I mean, usually I just get like a million uh, how to start your own podcast articles. It's really annoying. So that sounds a lot better. Exactly. When you're looking for something to listen to, just go to listennotes.com, type in a topic you're interested in, and you'll get instant gratification, useful results. That's listennotes.com. Check it out now.